Hello everyone, welcome to Lifestyle Plug with Muna. It's another wonderful Sunday, in fact, the first Sunday in the second half of the year. And like I said last week, I hold on to my strong conviction that all we need to pass through this remaining phase of the year is positivity. When you're positive, it helps you to know what God has done for you, it helps you to see what He is currently doing for you, and helps you to picture what He has in store for you for tomorrow. So say to yourself today, my name is Muna Chimuju and I am positive. I hope you put your name there because <laughs> I had to put my own name there. Alright, on today's episode, we'll be talking about the topic, I am not selfish. First of all, let's find out what it means to be selfish. According to the Merriam Webster Dictionary, the word selfish means to be concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. Now, this is certainly something that no one would like to be associated with. But psychologists say that man is naturally selfish. So then, before you start screaming, I am not selfish, have you checked yourself to find out if actually you're not selfish? Today, I'll be giving us some signs and symptoms as we run through this test to find out if actually we are not selfish. The first symptom is you rarely give beyond what is comfortable. It's hard for you to give finances, time, or emotional energy, and you always find reasons not to. You justify why you can't, and it's easy to make it seem like you're not being selfish because you might give even frequently, but rarely it's uncomfortable or challenging well as we all noticed i did not tag this first symptom as stinginess stinginess is just like a substudy or a a subtopic under selfishness but actually you can be not stingy to everybody like you can just be someone that gives to people uh every time but you're still selfish in the sense that you're giving because it's comfortable for you. Now, I also want to put it to you that even when you give the last dime in your pocket, which is somewhat uncomfortable for you, you can still be doing it for a selfish reason, which could be to attain some kind of popularity for people to be and to be um to owe you a favor per se. To give you that sense of entitlement that I am investing this thing I am giving, <laughs> then that means what you're doing is business and not helping somebody. So even if you are giving all the time and you're doing it out of a particular reason or an ulterior motive, that is selfishness. No wonder the Bible says, even if I give all that I have and even if I give myself to be burnt and I don't have love, then I gain nothing which means no matter what you do, as long as you're doing it with an ulterior motive, it is still considered as selfish. The next symptom is you're the captain of the conversation. In conversations, you do most of the talking. And at the end of the time of the conversations, you realize that you haven't even asked about the other person. You're constantly ready to jump in and you're not paying attention to what is being said. Rather than listening and tuning in, you're paying attention to you. Your thoughts are focused on yourself and not others. Please, whenever you are talking to people, 
try as much as possible to find out how they're doing. It should not be always all about you when you're talking. And even in a case whereby we are trying to explain ourselves, because sometimes it happens to us when we need to just connect or receive validation. It's actually understandable. But don't make it your daily lifestyle or don't make it your habit because that is when selfishness comes in. At that point, you don't want to hear the other person's part of the story. You don't want to hear what the other person has to say or what the person feels like. All that matters to you is that your own thoughts should be listened to and respected. The next sign is you have to be right all the time. Now, when you have to be right all the time, it means every other person around you is wrong, which is certainly impossible. Even if they are technically wrong and you focus on proving your rightness, it actually puts them on an untenable position. Without any room to have their own voice, they become devalued because you have become the primary um, the primary importance of that particular situation. And also, that attitude gives us little room to consider whether or not we are doing what is right. It gives us little room to consider what we cannot see for ourselves. So, by having to be right, you may be quick to blame others and assume fault, even if it's the result of your own action. That is, when there is little room to consider what you cannot see for yourself. You tend to blame other people, even though it is your fault. So, those who are always right, prone to deny or live in denial, and they rarely take responsibility for what they have done. So, just only three symptoms I've mentioned, and we can see what damage it does to one person or to whoever it is who is being selfish. So, it's important to check yourself from time to time to find out if actually you are a selfish person. And some people always have this thing that they bring up and they say that um, it is good to be selfish, that it has a positive or a good advantage. And that that advantage is that it helps you to put yourself first, helps you to give yourself care and love, and keeps you away from disappointments and heartbreaks. Well, that mentality is very unhealthy. Yes, even the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself, which means you must be able to love yourself first before you can show love to others. But that place also entails that whatever love you show yourself is the same type of energy you should give to others too. So even if it means you putting yourself first, you also have to put other people into consideration the same way you consider yourself. So let's continue. The next symptom is you are quick to react. When someone says something you did, you are quick to deny it. You are quick to explain it. You are quick to defend yourself. And you are quick to become angry or hurt by what others have done. You are easily offended. This offense, which the people might not even be aware of, actually grows inside of you and ends up making you become someone that is very self-focused in the sense that you open someone's WhatsApp or you get someone's social media handle. And the first thing you see is, I'm a one-man squad. I can do everything myself. No one is to be trusted. I don't believe, ah, come on, nobody's an island. You need somebody at some point. So just because someone has offended you doesn't mean that that is the end of the story between the two of you. In fact, the Bible itself, Jesus himself said that offenses will certainly come. So there will be offenses. What matters is how we manage them. It is best for you to tell people when they have hurt you instead of keeping it inside of you or getting hurt 
easily every time sometimes you have to consider that they're human too and that they make mistakes so as not to react quickly so before you speak think before you act think before you pass judgment think don't be too quick to react that is a sign of selfishness then the next symptom is you need your way you are easily frustrated when others don't do what you want them to do or when you couldn't get what you expected from them this could happen with your friends it could also be with the person in the line in front of you the person selling to you or the person who just served you food if someone gets in your way cuts you off in traffic takes too long or didn't do things the way you wanted you are forceful and demanding or whining and complaining that is a very very strong symptom of selfishness when you want to always have your way when the person in the line is behaving like sugomu according to you when he's not doing things the way you want to do it so you just get pissed off you start saying unnecessary stuff it doesn't make sense everybody has their own piece of doing things everybody has their own way of doing things just like i said last week the best way to stop living under pressure is when you stop expecting things from people when you stop setting goals for people in their lives when you realize that we're all humans and everyone has to move at their own pace and this is an, a, a sign that sometimes you set standards for some people and you feel they must achieve it and then when you get angry that they do not achieve it that is selfishness coming out in its full force all right the next sign is you find it hard to celebrate or comfort others when friends share good news about some kind of success with you, it is very hard to rejoice with them. Also, when the person is going through some kind of hard time or expressing emotions in ways that are not comfortable, you are quick to get them to get quiet. And you spend more time proving yourself and telling others that you think what you think they need rather than listening to them. Alright? So, there's a time, there's a story I was reading today, one of my friends in my contact posted it. She said that sometimes it is very dangerous to listen to counselors because they end up telling you this phrase if i were in your shoes if i were you please a good counselor is not supposed to say that because you don't know what that person is going through so when people around you are celebrating celebrate with them when they are down sometimes they don't even need your advice all they need is that warmth of your embrace that oh it's okay everything is going to be fine let it be that if you're giving them advice it is just for them to help themselves out of that situation not the way to tell them well if i were like you i would have done things differently and it have turned out differently you should do it like this because that is the way i think it should be done that is selfishness all right the next symptom is you need others to feel sorry for you <laughs> what a paradox you don't want to feel sorry for others but you want others to feel sorry for you you get others to feel sorry for you with vague social media posts about how you have been wronged or how terrible your situation is these posts aren't about sharing life so it's not about sharing your life it's not about telling people how it's not it's not a way of telling people how far you have gone in life but it's actually motivated by a need to be focused on yourself as in it's an evidence that that there's need for meaningful real life connection in your life it means that there is nobody actually around you and probably that's because you must have kicked people out of your life due to the way you handle things so when you find yourself every day going on social media saying um 
everybody is just um hurting me but i know i'm a one mask squad i can make it on my own you're deceiving yourself you're just trying to tell the world i am lacking the best of friends in my life right now and sometimes when you're lacking the best of friends it's good to check yourself maybe you have some kind of energy inside of you that pushes them away so it's a very strong sense of selfishness when you feel everybody offends you everybody cannot be mad everybody cannot be wrong there must be something wrong somewhere that makes you think everybody is against you so you have to check yourself find out if something is wrong somewhere fix it and you see the energy in yourself will attract people towards you the next symptom is that you treat other people as less important than you if you walk into a room you head straight for people that have power people that look 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 you know good that have position and by default you're treating them as more important than yourself and then in turn every other person in the room that is not in that clique is below you it is not right because actually you don't know maybe the main person in the picture is sitting amongst those people that don't look it or are not said to have power and the next symptom is you maximize what someone else does and minimize your own actions when you have been wrong it is helpful that you have your heart validated and comforted tell it to people when you have been offended by them let them know let them understand that they hurt you so that they can say comforting words like sorry i promise not to do it again but whenever you are <laughs> dwelling on it escalating the need for this um comfort that you are seeking for it turns to selfishness when your thoughts become focused on what has happened to you uh, you become the center of all circumstances which is not right and funny enough on the other hand when you do wrong you find a way to make it right <laughs> but with the wrong motivations though it is good to make it right when you are wrong but when you do it with the wrong motivations there is something wrong somewhere you do it you know to just make the person feel well what i did was not bad after all and there's this normal thing that people take for granted somebody just asks you tells you that they are offended by what you just did and then you just end up saying ah that's small thing somebody cannot play with you what is your problem it is not the right thing to say no matter how immature you think that person was for taking that thing you said personally courtesy demands that you should apologize not everybody is perfect and not everybody is mature in all aspects of life so whenever you throw a joke or you do something that hurts somebody and the person brings it to your notice saying well it's not that bad or you're the only one that doesn't understand the joke you're the only one that took it personal it's not right to do that it's actually better that you apologize and let things move on it helps to strengthen connections and also keeps people closer to you so that you don't end up being the fellow that types on his social media that he's a one-man squad because every other person has left him and the next symptom is you do not show your weaknesses or vulnerability now one common and selfish reason not to help others is the fear of showing weakness the fear of trying something new the fear of the feeling that the action you are about to take would not actually help the person or serve much purpose this thing is dangerous sometimes you might even see it as low self-esteem 
but it's actually selfishness in its own way because if you dwell on that kind of mentality that whatever you have to offer is not good enough for the next person you will end up seeing every other person who is trying to help you as not good enough you would see people who are trying to break their leg in order to help you and you will still not be contented because you have not recognized the fact that everyone has a weakness and vulnerability which might show when they're trying to help you as well so try as much as possible to not hide your weaknesses and vulnerability no matter what try as much as possible it helps a lot it makes you remember that you're human and also helps you to give people the benefit of the doubt even when they show their weaknesses and vulnerability and then the next symptom is you criticize people behind their backs of course selfish people prefer easy judgments and that is behind the person's back deep down they actually fear that what they have in mind about that person is not right but they will pass judgment from a distance so that they don't have to start explaining or letting them understand why they made such judgments they just pass it because they feel it is the this is what they think is right but deep down inside they know it's not right so if you find yourself passing judgment as people behind them it is a sign of selfishness because even if what you are saying about that person is right cut the demand that you go to the person and let the person know because if you don't tell the person that he's doing wrong and <laughs> and you're going behind the person's back to say horrible things you're not making a difference in fact you're making the person worse but when you tell the person you comfort the person whatever thing the person is doing wrong you have given that person a chance to change you have given the person a reason to be conscious about their actions and try to be a better person and the last but not the least symptom is you are scared of taking risks panic terror all the rest of those things that have to do with fear comes along with selfishness as well some people don't consider failure because they never expose themselves to it that's you are not interested in trying to become a you know to go a step further but you're just afraid that you don't want to fail and obviously it all boils down to one thing you are somebody who sets high standards for other people and whenever they fail you are very very fast to tell them you are failed you are not doing well you are this you are that and because you are constantly doing that you are always afraid of failure you're always afraid that you will do something that will end up not turning out right so if you stop judging people you stop being the first to castigate somebody over an effort that they made that turned to failure, it will be easier for you to try to take risks in your life because as far as I'm concerned, even life itself is a risk. Going from point A to point B in life is a risk and if you don't take it, there is no way you can change or move from the level at which you are in. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks and what we display reveals what we value deep in our core regardless of what you say you believe in. So whatever we do comes from what we believe. These signs of selfishness indicate a need for heart healing and belief systems in their need of God's truth. So if you recognize these traits in yourself and realize that you're not taking proper responsibility of your actions, then you're already on the path to emotional maturity. This symptom that I shared here with us will begin to change positively if you do so and then you'll begin to flourish in the right way. Our goal, obviously, is to make the world a better place. 
by being the change that we want to see. But how would that happen if we only give to the world with an ulterior motive, if we never listen to and learn from those who are around us, if we never give people a chance because we must always have our way, if we don't get up from the pity party we have forcefully invited people to, and if we don't forgive and let go by taking corrections, if we don't want to see others as capable of helping us change the world, no matter how imperfect they may seem, and most importantly, if we are not ready to risk it all, how then can we bring change to the world? I know it is said that we should always put ourselves first before others, but being selfless doesn't make yourself less. It only increases or creates room for people around you. And of course, what is a better world without people in it? So check yourself today. Find out if you have any of these traits. Be honest with yourself because without honesty, you're going to pass this test perfectly. But with honesty, you get challenged to find out if actually these things dwell in you and if you do them on a daily basis or once in a while. And it helps you to, you know, free yourself of some um, belief systems that need God's truth, like I said before. So, until the next episode of Lifestyle Club with Mona, I love you all and God bless you so much. Stay strong, stay positive. It is the second half of the year and it has got nothing on you. I love you guys.